Welcome to the Tej Talks podcast. Forget the property celebrities. We speak to relatable people with fascinating journeys, just like you. Hosted by Tej Singh, we bring you new stories, life-changing deals, and expert advice every week. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Tej Talks podcast. Uh, this is also an Instagram Live if you're joining me on Instagram. I haven't recorded a solo podcast for, I don't know, like th- three weeks, four weeks. Um, I've just been busy trying not to strangle every single tradesperson ever, generally, um, which, you know, as you can imagine, requires quite a bit of energy. So I haven't really done any solo podcasts. Obviously, if you follow me on Instagram, You've seen all the updates. Um, a lot of the updates are going to my earn and learn investors on this deal anyway. But you would have followed and you'd have seen the drama and, you know, you would have seen that X many refurbs later, you still deal with idiots, right? Um, you know, and I, some people say, oh, they're just people. It doesn't matter what their job is. Everyone can be an idiot. And that's true. Everyone can and you know, can be an idiot, idiot. But I never have issues with my solicitor, my brokers, my accountant. I just have no issues, like none at all. Anyone who is professional, um, and I'll leave it at that word for now, there's just no problem with, you know? There's just a different level of um, cognition. Um, so, yeah, I've been busy on this reefer, which is, the point of recording this, is almost done. It's almost done to the extent that uh, carpets are coming in this Saturday. The painters are currently there. The carpenter keeps coming back and back and back because nothing seems to get finished. Um, um, and the painters had to leave and then come back and the chippy still hasn't done what was asked. Um, and yet everyone wants to deny what what's in writing. So, yeah, again, trying not to strangle everyone. Although, I've been, yeah, anyways, just low cognition. And just fragile, fragile egos. Uh, so... You know, I've been busy kind of managing that. And, you know, like I said, it's it's at the end. The painters should be finished by Saturday. If there's any bits that aren't, they'll just sheet up and they'll get on with it afterwards. Um, I've got my favorite builder coming back on Monday to finish off the bathroom, um, to silicon it and to silicon gently. You know, just basically to do the snags, finish off his tiling in the bathroom or, or while grouting and sealing and whatnot. And just to kind of walk around with me and for me to say, oh, I don't like that little thing. What can we, you know, because he's very, very handy with multiple things um, and kind of say, look, what can we do here? Because he'll listen and he'll, he uses his brain, you know, and he'll do it. And he'll have some sort of genius solution, you know, um, and together we we create solutions. So he'll come on uh, Monday to snag it all. Um, I'll probably be there Saturday and Monday. Uh, and then, well, hopefully the cleaner will come in on Tuesday maybe Wednesday, and then we'll get the photos done on Thursday and I'll be there um, with my photographer, who's my dad, uh, filming content, taking pictures, you know, doing all that fun stuff, right? Um, creating some more content for you to enjoy or not enjoy because the Instagram algorithm is just bullshit at the moment. So yeah, half of you won't ever see it, but yeah, it's on my page. There we go. Uh, that's Ted.talks. So many people listen to the podcast, don't follow on Instagram. Come on, peeps. So, you know, there's, a, there's an issue there with, you know... One of the walls is having gunk coming through it from like a previous leak. And it's just like, you know, some of these old walls and walls in general, when they get moisture in, when they get crap in it, they hold on to it. You know what I mean? It's like they hold grudges against you for months and it takes months to dry. I'm trying to sell it next week. 
you know, so we're thinking of solutions of what to do and how to get this to dry out and how to efficiently do this. Um, but this is what happens. I've had it in rentals before where it just comes back and comes back and comes back. And, you know, tenants are fine with it. I just say to them, look, this is the stone. This is the old brick. This is what happens. Um, so that is that, um, which is good. I'm so relieved to come to the end of it. However, I know, you know, it's not over until the money's in your account. Uh, and that's going to be at least... I don't know, two months from now? Hey, if I get a cash buyer and they're on it, it could be a month. But, you know, the chances are it ain't going to happen. So, yeah, that that's basically done. Uh, and I am really looking forward to just getting it on the market. And I'm actually quite looking forward to doing the gardening. I, I love gardening. So um, when these guys return my weed membrane, which, <laughs> anyways, I, I've got a bit of extra gardening to do. I've got quite a bit of planting to do, actually, because... We created a planter. So, obviously, what do you plant in a planter? You plant plants in a planter, don't you? So, uh, a bit of Buster Rhymes there. I'm going to plant some plants in a planter. Uh, and it's going to look amazing. I'm going to do it kind of the day before it goes on the market. Because who the hell is going to water my flowers? You think the agent's going to water them? I, I think I'm going to put it in a contract. You must water the flowers every time you go. I don't know, walk up saying dead flowers. And tis the season for flowers. So, this is a little tip for your flips, right? And, and just generally... If you're not gardening minded, uh, then speak to someone who is. Send me a DM with a picture of something you want to cover up and I'll, I'll give you a solution. You know, if there's like an ugly waste pipe kind of coming out of the kitchen, put a potted plant in front of it. People are going to notice the plant or not notice it, but that's a good thing because they won't notice the pipe. So I'm kind of dressing the outside as well because, you know, it, it's the countryside. Someone who buys this is going to like gardening. The, the, the chances are pretty high that they're going to like gardening, right? Um, cause you'd go live at one of the, you know, crappy new builds across. So get the plants in, um, B and Q do half price by the way, like all the time. Sometimes they have loads of stock. Sometimes they don't, sometimes they have vegetables as well. Like, um, I got broad beans from them, but then they just got ravished by some little flea beetles. So that, that's good. Um, my allotment's doing well though. I've ordered some ladybugs. Did you know you can buy live ladybugs? Cause I'm going to release them into the, um, cover, uh, to kill off these flea beetles who destroyed my pak choy and who are destroying my zucchini. But you can buy ladybugs from Amazon. Can you believe it? This is why Jeff is a billionaire, because he gives you bloody ladybugs when you need them next day. Um, so, yes, planting those in, day before, put some topsoil in. I probably need a bit more bark, because bark just seems to disappear. You spend 200 quid, you know, on, on bags of bloody bark, um... And yeah, it disappears. It's like, what the hell is this? So yeah, I'm quite looking forward to that and, and designing that little bit. I've got some trees that I need to kind of trim a little. I mean, they're, they're short trees. I need to trim a little bit. You know, these are things that, you know, you have to think about because when someone walks into this, you know, they're going to see the nice little picket fence. They're going to see the, like, as soon as you, you're going to see the plants, you're going to see the bark on one side. You're going to see the neighbor's garden, which is being constructed. Great. Um, but as you walk down the front garden, you're going to have trees in your way. And you don't want that. I mean, I'd leave them, but you don't want that. You want people to be able to walk down, see it and see the length of the garden and what they're buying. I've also got a few things that haven't been sort of talked about, which is putting a fence at the end of the garden. Um, you know, I want, I'm going to get you seen as bamboo fences, screens. I'm going to put that on one side with the neighbor. There's a lot of little things, especially in the garden, which you know, the kind of person who's going to buy this house is going to be someone like me. And I know they're going to look at this. So I am, you know, spending a bit of money and putting some emphasis on it. And yeah, I'm doing it myself because I actually really enjoy it, you know. 
um, and I'll make it look how I want to and how I know people are going to like it. Not just, oh, let's put uh, this there and that there. And it's like, no, those don't go together, you know? Get some nice lavender. Oh, lavender is cheap as well. Get some nice lavender. You know, it's going to look nice. And for me, it, especially with a flip, and I talk about this on my e-learning, you know, I compare rentals and flips. In a rental, don't, like this is just not happening, this stuff. This is not happening for me anyway, right? I still get above market rent, so at me if you like. In a flip, you know, I want them to walk in, see the plants, see the flowers, and just instantly, although, you know, plants are going to cost me like 100 quid, right? For I'm buying quite a few, let's be fair. It might be 50, probably be 50. I want them to see it and just, even if they don't notice it, I, like, if they don't notice it, that's a good thing because it means they haven't noticed a lack of them, you know? It's sort of just like, oh, that's normal, right? Because without them, it would look strange. But when they're there, it will look really nice. And again, the kind of person who's going to buy it is like me, who's going to say, oh, I love that plant. Oh, is that that plant? Oh, I love this. And obviously, when I put certain plants in, like lavender, which has a scent, I will speak to the agent and they better be on it and tell them, look, you can, you know, if they don't know about it, you can say, look, look at the care and attention being put here. Because before they even walk in the door, They've seen the source that I have put everywhere, right? So when they go in, they're primed. You know, you prime woodwork for your pet. They are primed. They're like, yo, this developer, this, this, you know, this team is, is looking after the details. Like, okay, this is different from new builds and other things and, you know, other stuff, average houses on the market. So I'm priming them already to say, this is the best you're going to look at, you know, so you better buy this. And as soon as they get in, quite fortunately, I suppose, to a nice green door, which matches the kitchen, they go straight into a beautiful dark green shaker, real timber, in-frame kitchen with a nice oak floor and um, laminate worktop. And nice black beams, which is like cottagey. So I so suppose I'm priming them that it's like, boom, straight into that. And of course, you go through the lounges, you see the bathroom, which is another kind of big hit money moneymaker. And then you see the rear garden. The rear garden, you know, it needs a good trim, needs a good strim. You know, I've sprayed some de-weeder on it. I'm not going to do a whole new turf. You know, I don't know what I'm going to do in those potential areas. Maybe get some potted plants. Maybe just actually, you know, you get like hedging plants. They can grow quite wide. Just get them and stick them in the ground. You know, there's, there's patches where grass is just, you know, put them in because it's by the fence. Um, so this landscaping piece I think is important, more important in the countryside or in places like this where I know what the seller is going to be like, right? Um, so that's kind of what's happening at the moment. I have got one, two, three estate agents visiting on Monday uh, and I've got one who just called me, uh, who I'll call back, who is also visiting. That's four estate agents. Estate agents right now, listen, they need stock. Yeah, this is a seller's market. So can we see them them fees? Yeah, let's see what happens. Um, you know, but it's more important. The fee is not important to me, really. What's important to me is, you know, how do you advertise it? How do you sell it? And how do you walk people around? Um, and what you like as a person? Because if you're a waste man, doesn't matter how good my house is, no one's going to be interested. You know, who's coming to show this around? Is it your little junior staff who doesn't give a shit? Or is it your director who has share so that, you know, she does give a shit? Um, so lots of questions to ask them. And actually, all the questions to ask an estate agent, letting agent are in my book. And for flips, it's on my e-learning. Um, so that's kind of the next stage. Then it goes to legals, which I have all the paperwork I need. Uh, 
there isn't really much else. I've just got to fill in the kind of forms for sale, but that'll take less than an hour. And then it's kind of on to the agents really to to do something in it and attract some interest. Obviously I'll put it on socials and you know, I don't live too far from it. So I'll share in our local community group because we live in a hamlet. So, and that's good by the way, because if I share it here, guess what? Oh, you do property, Ted. Oh, you do property. Let's talk. Investors, whatever, right? And I have every reason to share it in the in the village WhatsApp group to say, listen, if anyone wants to move, why would you? Oh, we love it here. Go look at the place I've done. And it's really nice. Um, and hey, it might get me a project management job, which I will absolutely never, ever do. Because it's the hardest fucking job ever. Respect to on-site project managers. You lot are the absolute knights in shining armour. You are my heroes. Yeah? The good ones, you are my heroes. Because you deal with people I never want to deal with. Um, and you deal with situations that I just I just don't want to deal with. So, big up yourself. If you're a project manager uh, in Bedfordshire, Hertfordshire, or you're a decent building company, send me a DM. Like, hopefully you have more refurbs. Or maybe not, actually. Let's see. Um... Hit me up. Let's see. Let's see what happens. So, yeah, um, that's what's happening with the refurb, which is making good progress, I think. I mean, you know, it's been kind of back and forth. It's been, oh, this ain't my job to do this. They should have done this. Oh no, but why the fuck have they done it? Honestly, and and yeah, some of the arguments, you kind of look and think, but you, it's in writing, and you've it's come out of your mouth, your fingers, and you. But you're going back on it. Oh, you're lying. Or you're, and it's like, <sighs> like I get like there's some things that are subjective, right? And you can argue like, oh well, you said um, oh, I don't know, bull nose and bull's noses are actually this way, so I've got an OG skirting board. <laughs> Fucking idiots. That's, anyways, there are subjective arguments. Of course, there are in life, but there are some things that are objective, and you cannot argue them, right? You cannot. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah? You can't argue them. Yet, builders always like to argue them for some fucking reason. Um, So, you know, I hope we're on the home stretch. But, you know, this painter... Oh, yeah, anyways. He's, he's good, but, you know, wants to increase the price midway through because of extra work. Which I understand, because the others haven't done what they're supposed to. But it's just like, okay, when your review is left... <laughs> Less it will be the truth, and and that's what it is. Great job, but pff, wants to come in halfway and make more money out of you. Um, and I'd normally refuse. I'd say, go on, leave site. I won't pay you anything then. Um, but you know, carpets are coming in, so got to do what you got to do. Uh, and it's all accounted for anyway. It's all in budget. And actually, we've kind of we were in sort of over contingency as well, but now actually we're brought back down because of a few cost savings and a few different bits um, in areas. Although, you know, certain builders' inability to price jobs and invoice correctly is really grating. But it's fine because this job has showed me who I'm going to work with again and who I'm never going to work with again. And you can imagine the majority is never. Right? You know? Um, yeah. You know, I think for me on a kind of personal note, I just don't know if I'm going to do more refurbs. I just... Yeah, look, man, when this, when this makes 44 grand, maybe even 50 grand profit on this, which is like 20 to 27% profit on cost. I don't know what it is on GDV. It's two, 240, 250 GDV, so work it out. be the same, actually. Um, You know, am I going to sort of complain? Am I going to think, oh, that wasn't worth it? I might, because I might say, could I not make this doing something else? Or doing something else in property? And I always say this to all my mentees. Ask yourself, what else could you be doing? 
for the same effort, for the same in like money, for the same time, or, or more or less, for the same return, more or less, what could you be doing instead? And I think for me, you know, it, it has to be a main contractor for the next refurb. And I'll wait because actually the fact I got people in quick is because I did it trade by trade. But the delays with the four cowboy painters and dealing with people over and over again lying, it's added two weeks, you know, onto it easily. I've pushed the carpet back twice, so it's added two weeks. So I would have waited two weeks if I needed to for a main contractor. Um, and, you know, I've done trade by trade before. I've done it remote. And, you know, as much as I'm complaining, this has been the easiest refurb, the most straightforward refurb to manage. But if you see the levels of stress and difficulty, then you it just shows you that they're not easy to manage. It's my 16th refurb, yeah? They're not easy to manage, you know? Like, it's just not easy for anyone. Like, you know, my Instagram poll right now, I think 90% said, like, they feel the same way about getting sight anxiety. And then I think it was currently to 88% um, agree with what I said about trades, the way they complain. And then I think it was uh, maybe 91% said that basically saying, you know, it is really hard. People just don't share how tricky it is. You know, it's not just me going through. I'm just the only one, like one of very, very few people who shares it, you know. Um, I hope it helps the community, you know. That's that's what it's about. It's a nice bit of therapy for me as well. Um, <clears throat> and nice to share these war stories as well with people. But, you know, it, it, it shocks me when people say to me, oh, yeah, I'm doing my first refurb. Oh, what, what books have you read? What pods have you listened to? Uh, have you gone on YouTube and sort of looked at you know what how to do stuff like, you know do do you understand it no i just get a builder and they do it in it I'm, I'm i do all the other stuff right so you're gonna trust a builder to do everything correctly and you have no knowledge why don't you read my book oh i'm considering getting your book hmm 210 plus five star reviews and i'm i'm considering spending 15 pounds on my education don't be a dickhead listen if you want to spend 15 pounds like there's just no words right because you're gonna get ripped off by your build i promise you you will in fact you will it's a fact right you'll get overcharged you'll get overpriced you'll get work done you won't even realize what's been done wrong until six months later your tiles fall off the wall because they're dot and dabbed because they've used normal plasterboard because they haven't tanked it and if you don't know what the hell i'm talking about you seriously need to do something about it right because you know spend 15 quid go on youtube spend a day looking at this stuff right so you understand, speak to people, go networking, you know, go to networking events. People who won't spend 15 quid on a book with that many reviews, honestly, you look and just get out of my face, man, because it's stupid. Um, I'm not saying to you go spend, you know, 500 quid, a thousand pounds on a course. I'm saying that as well, right? Because you spend 450 quid on my construction module, you'll save four times that instantly. And you can ask everyone who's done it, right? I'm not saying you need to do that. You should. I'm not saying you need to. But it just, it scares me the amount of people who don't even do the absolute basics and just think, well, home's under the hammer. They got a builder in and they were done six weeks later and £7,000 over budget and, you know, it looked crap. But that's okay because I'll get a builder in and we'll do the same, right? Let me call Dion Dublin and, and what's his face? Um, this geezer. I don't know, Richard Hammond lookalike, whatever his name is. Martin. Um you know what I mean? So please, people, look after your money. And if you're using investor funds, oh, fuck me, man. You've got to look after it. Come on, let's let's not be silly here. Um, but yeah, I mist-coated the property myself because ugh, people were just taking the piss. And I thought, you know what? I need to get out of the house. 
I need to get doing some like manual work, give my mind some sort of space and some presence and some, you know, being present and just get it done. And it took eight, eight hours on one day, six hours on the next, you know, prep takes a long time. Obviously with miscoating coating, there isn't a huge amount of prep to do that is prep, but it's good sometimes to see, oh God, it's going to take us a whole week. Oh dear, that was a yawn and an eye roll at the same time if you couldn't see me. Oh, Lord of mercy. So yeah, you know, with me, I don't know. I'm meeting a, a friend on uh, next week, actually taking him out to dinner um, to learn about property trading, you know, which is getting stuff, putting it in auction without a refurb, solving legal issues, solve, you know, getting planning, just doing stuff that is not a refurb, but still adds value. So paperwork exercises, I think they call it. Short leases, things like that. I'm really interested in short leases in central London flats mainly because I want a flat in Chelsea, darling. You know what I mean? And and so that strategy really interests me. Uh, you know, somebody, like, I mean, quick, quick example. Flat will be on auction for 50 grand guide. It'll go for 150. The lease extension is 850. It'll be worth 1.2 when it's done. That, that's just quick maths, top of my head, boom. That's the kind of deals we're talking about. Um, and it's not even the figures. It's more just, you know, I'm bougie like that. <laughs> and I want to put real marble in a kitchen and I want to be able to spend um, and higher end is my interest you know um and it's not too high end you know it's not like super super prime 10 million for what you know it's it's affordable <laughs> in central london so yeah those are the things i'm interested in you know obviously that the lease extension stuff probably still needs a refurb <sighs> not always but you know there's stuff like that where yeah you get planning you add value that you then you you flip that on and yes, it could make less money. You know, it could make 20 grand on one of those, whereas I would make, say, 30 or 40, like if I did the work. I'd rather take 20 and not do the refurb. That's not some ASMR shit. I'm just, I'm just, um, you know, the ones, yeah, so you get the trowel and then you put the plaster on it. No, 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 I'm not going to talk construction, saucy, um, all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what is next. So any ideas, any funky strategies you're doing or anything you've taken inspiration from, send me a DM, send me an email. I'd love to hear what you're doing. But I think for me, um, trading properties is, is potentially where the future lies for me. I do want to do a new build. You know, I'll do one at the very least, not one unit, but like one scheme. Well, I probably want to do less than 10 units. I, I kind of want it to be a bit more bespoke. My ideal is to do a two million, you know, in Hertfordshire countryside, nice top end thing but i don't think it makes efficient business sense um for me right now I do a new build do some trades and then i don't know i feel like going so i used to trade like um forex like pairs of currencies and gold and actually i loved the german dax that was my favorite thing to trade like and the FTSE, but dax was just yeah it's its own little thing and so you know was i good at it i was good at the technical aspect the emotional aspect i wasn't good at but now i've this was like three, four years ago, five years ago. I've changed totally. I've still got all the books. I think once this refurb is on the market, I'm going to just spend time reading them again and seriously considering, I suppose, how I do property. Because if I can trade and not deal with human... Now, look, I know there's other challenges and issues. Don't get me wrong. It's, you know, there's no golden bullet apart from the one that kills you. Um, I will look at that and say, actually, now that I've got this, this cash from this flip, my other flip, you know, rental income coming in a month is, you know... It's significant enough for me. There's plenty left over, you know what I mean? I, I don't shop at Waitrose yet. Um, 
man, waitress, like, mad expensive, you know, like, a piece of meat is, like, three quidditch, like, what's the, anyways, probably from the same animal. Now, yeah, maybe I'll look at trading, and then, I just like the lack of human contact, because I'll still have a social life, obviously, right, but then maybe with property, you know, I just do 25%, you know, or I use a saucer, and they just do it all, or, you know, maybe there's a diff, or I loan it out to people, you know, like, like people have done for me, I don't know, you know, I've always wanted to set up a bridger, actually, me, Shaz, and Spot the Dave should be, um, should set up a bridger, innit, would you, put it in the comments, would you, uh, waitress rinse it, yeah, they 100% do, um, put it in the comments, would you, would you borrow money from me, where is Shaz, and at Spot the Dave, if we, if we start a property bridger, and it wouldn't be, like, stupid expensive, you know what I mean, because, like, I'm cheap, and I know what it should cost, um, so yeah, let us know if you would stop, if you would um, get a bridge from us. Send me a DM if you'd get a bridge. So who knows what's next? Um, you know, I'm always going to be buying property. I just don't know in what shape or form. So let's see how it evolves. You know, Ted Talks might evolve. It might just be a general chat show, you know, a chit chat, shit chat show. Gupshup with Dej. That's what it might be. Who knows? Um, yeah, I'm not really fussed, you know, the portfolio is there. Yes, it has its, you know, challenges or whatever, but it's fairly passive. Doesn't really cause me many issues at all. Nothing that you can't handle with a good phone call or a good text. So I don't know, you know, maybe I'll take this money and put it somewhere else, you know. I don't know. I do not know. So let's see what happens. You know, I've got other business ideas, you know, I've got it on my to-do list to kind of brainstorm what I'm thinking. But like I want to launch like a skincare um moisturizing kind of um business as well you know what i mean i don't know you know so there's lots of stuff that i'm thinking um about doing so yeah let's see what happens you know um again i'm super super interested for anyone's ideas of even other businesses like what they're doing you know what you're doing in property that's kind of maybe not doing refurbs I'm all ears, I'm all ears, Ted also listens, I'm also people networking, now it's official freedom day, F day, uh, PPN Knightsbridge, we are back I believe on 10th of August with J. Anthony Howard, 18 years in property auctions experience, this guy is a legend, right, uh, so come along, uh, we're waiting for the link to be open, but send me a DM, send me an email, um, and I will give you a ticket link but it'll be so good to see everyone like and to meet like how many people have like we sort of spoken to in you know since lockdown started right how many people have we sort of networked with like just on instagram it's it's all right but it's a bit crap so let's meet up you know the venue is sexy it's our last two events and the speakers are amazing for both and if it's hot we've got a terrace so we can be out on the terrace taking pictures for the gram It'll be good. 10th of August, people. And then um, soon after that, me and James Sohota are starting something. Ooh, what are we starting? The property event. Yeah, generic name, we get it. But with a property duo. So we're going to be the property event. The property event. We're going to have sound effects, DJs, everything. Horns. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be the biggest party. Not party, networking. Oh, speak of the devil. There he is. Speak of the devil. And he shall appear. So, anyways, I think I'm done uh, rambling now. But that's the update, you know. I'm a bit, I'm a bit sort of lost. I'm a bit sort of, you know, searching my soul. Where's your soul? Is it here in the sternum? Searching my soul for, yeah, for stuff. 
So let's see, um, people, I hope this has been somewhat interesting. Any questions, send me a DM. Uh, oh, if you're listening and you came on my two site visits, uh, the next one where it's done is going to be very, very soon. I will email you all separately. And people, if you're doing BRR, you're doing flips, check out the e-learning. What are you waiting for? If you like this podcast, connect with Tej on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube for more great content.